0: PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download today using code PHNX. Bet just five dollars on any NFL team to win their game, and if they do, you win two hundred dollars in free bets. It's just that easy. It's another session of pack therapy. Pull it up.
1: Do we got the pack therapy? There it is. Oh, there it is. Look at
0: that. The Desert Doctors. Doctors. So,
1: uh, uh, welcome ready? to another session. Here we go. The Coyotes dropped one. Aaron. In
0: yeah.
1: In Tampa Bay, 5 1. So, hopefully, some people took the over when it was still at six instead of six and a half. Yeah. And that's a good thing for Ivan Prosfatov's first start of the season. Probably not the situation he wanted to go into tonight. It was tough. It was tough. They gave up too many chances, turned the puck over way too much. You had breakaways and two-on-ones to start the game. Everything felt like a breakaway. <laughs> the two-time Stanley Cup champions, you can't start out like that. It just it wasn't good enough. They played better in the second and third, but the first period just wasn't good enough.
0: Yeah, they really dug themselves into a hole with uh, three goals in the first. I mean, we haven't really seen that since the first game against Columbus. Normally, the first period was their better period and then it kind of went downhill we saw the opposite today where the first period wasn't as great the second period actually they did perform a little bit better yeah yeah
1: i I mean i'm gonna overstate it they lost five to one and we've said we're gonna try to find bright spots all year long second period was better they outskated tampa they outchanced them they had a couple of posts still wasn't good enough to get them back in the game but it was exciting
0: yeah a lot of um i felt like there were a lot of scrums a lot of uh, emotion <laughs> coming from at least i saw it. and that's good players. there's no quit yeah that i guess was that's a see. positive there, let's talk about the fight five seconds into the game i mean that was obviously a premeditated thing you know what, it, what was
1: that <laughs> here's a, we're gonna talk about fighting and i'm probably gonna some fans will be on my side some won't i i'm not a big proponent of two guys standing at a face-off circle going hey you want to fight the, the, the predetermined heavyweights, I'll fight you, you fight me. First of all, those days are few and far between in the NHL. If you're going to fight in the NHL, you're doing it to stick up for a teammate. When somebody gets hit, Lawson Krauss hits Corey Perry, Maroon jumps in, fights Krauss. That's a good hockey fight. You're sticking up yeah. for your teammate. You're doing more than you think that the, the ref is going to do by punishment. So you know what? You're going to stick up for your teammates so that maybe next time that player doesn't get hit. I like that type of fighting. I think it's necessary in the game to help protect the players of a game that's way too fast for officials to keep up with every single call. So I like that. This one, at first, I thought it was a premeditated drop in the gloves, but when you watch it again, O'Brien's really going at Corey Perry, like in the face-off circle to start the game. He's whacking, he's cross-checking, he's hitting him in the legs. And at that time, maybe there were some words between him and Patrick Maroon off the draw because Patrick Maroon's lined up on the left wing and O'Brien's on the opposite side of the ice. So maybe that the chippy play against Perry, Maroon said no more and O'Brien gave him one more. I don't know that, but maybe it wasn't a case of predetermined fighting. So maybe it was um, Maroon sticking up for another teammate.
0: Very true. Well, nevertheless, Liam O'Brien was trying to kind of get his team going, set the tone for the game and i mean like we said it was a very physical game
1: cheers to christina's got the wine going already <laughs> christina always says it better if she is, is was she in the hot tub last time yeah, on the patio? Christina,
0: christina were you the one with the margaritas on your porch yeah last time?
1: <laughs> christina wins
0: man we need to get we need to get like a marg machine I know. here or something we will
1: mm-hmm. I, I i'm gonna tease something coming in a few minutes though So we're giving everybody a chance to get their beer, get their wine, their margs. (laughs) And Leah and I have a new segment that we will be introducing in a little bit that will make us all feel a little bit better.
0: Yes, hopefully. Coming soon. (laughs) Hopefully a little bit better. Well, there were some things that were a little bit better. The Coyotes actually won 84% of the face-offs in the first period, which looking at their face-off performance in the past games, that was a small victory.
1: Oh, I know Espo. It <laughs> makes Espo. It Makes us feel better. Oh, and nice not Espo. only the janitors, figuratively, like realistically, too, because we're the last ones here. <laughs> so we always have to clean up.
0: Tequila <laughs> shots from Christian. <laughs> you know, it's...
1: I know. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Can you imagine when this team wins? What it's going to be like in here? Man, it's gonna be a party. Be a party. Maybe we'll put a sign three penalties
0: front. killed in the same game. See, I like that everyone's on the small win train. The some, small win some, train. And somebody said that in the, it might have been you, Jeremy. But someone in the Discord said, "Is it a win that?" They killed more than one penalty. Because... Yeah, so they killed
1: three out of four. So they're 75% tonight, right? So that's, you know, taking their 30, 35%, 36 and a they half. 35.7. 35.7 coming, in.
0: 35. coming, in. 7 coming <laughs> into the game. Which in
1: the... So they got 75% tonight. So it's going to go up. So again, small wins. I thought Lawson Krause looked good tonight. Yeah. I thought he had a good game. Skated well. Hit a post.
0: Yep. Lawson Krause... Uh was our king of the game after that
1: our draft king our
0: draft king's king, king of, the, of game. the game one goal 1. 1.3 shots on goal had and had a post and a post too yeah Christian I mean, Fisher it, also had a post the post yeah, is the um, not the Tampa Bay Lightning king of the game they had enough kings no, of the game. they don't need any more. I
1: tell you what both Christian Fisher and Lawson Krause though they never stopped skating and competing yeah like literally uh, Christian Fisher almost gets hurt chasing out yeah. an icing and in the dwindling in the, moments of, of the game, of a
0: game that's already lost. out of reach. Yeah. So, uh,
1: again, just th- that just shows the kind of work ethic Christian Fisher has, um, and, and I, I just I wish I wish things were going better for him because he he wears his emotions on his sleeve in the post games, and you just feel for players that are literally putting it all out on the ice every night, and they're this team just isn't good enough, and and that's really what the bottom line is Tampa Bay has better players. Tampa Bay is going to beat that Coyote team nine out of 10.
0: Yeah. And Tampa Bay won the Stanley cup the last two years for a reason. Yeah, And even if they're not the team they were last year, they're still a contender, no matter what. And the Coyotes are the opposite of a contender. So, I mean, like the feeling that I had watching that whole game, like Tampa is just so fast. Like I can't get over just their speed. And the Coyotes looked just horrifically slow. Um, Another small, bright spot, I felt like the first three minutes of that game, the Coyotes had a lot of opportunity. It was great to see some shots on goal in the first period, especially after last game with only one shot. So the first three minutes, I was like, okay, this isn't bad. And then, you know, it was kind of downhill from there. And again, in the Discord, I said, oh, the first three three minutes look good. And someone said, well, they still had 57 more to go. And then somebody said... Maybe this year we'll get to 20 good minutes a game, and then next year 40, and then the year after 60, and then, you know. We'll get there. We'll get there.
1: (laughs) What's frustrating to me to watch, and I guess I watch the game a little differently because I was trained to watch it differently. What's frustrating me is the amount of mistakes. And I know guys make mistakes. It's, it's difficult. It's fast. Things are moving around the ice. But w- when you continue to make the same mistakes as a team, then you have to start going, OK, well, what are we doing? And, and the amount of turnovers that this team has at oh both God. blue lines, it has to stop. And so what I've again, I'm not in the coaches' room, so I don't know. But I've been around coaches. And when things are going this badly, you simplify the game. So on the pass that Gostas Bear makes to Dyson Mayo at the point, with traffic coming at him, he took his trouble and passed his trouble on to Dyson Mayo, who can't handle a pass with pressure coming on him. What has to happen in these situations, when things are going this badly, is you need to simplify the game. And so what Gostas Bear needs to do there, just dump the puck behind the net. Live another day. Get it far away from your own goal as you can, and dump the puck behind the net. I don't know if those kind of plays are being made and that's one end of the ice and on this de- defensive end of the ice, how many times in a 60 minute game is the goalie standing with the opposing player? One, maybe two opposing players in his crease area. To me, that's where you collapse your defense. You tighten up around your house. You always have a defenseman in front of your net and start limiting some of these opportunities. I know the coach wants to play aggressive and he's sending one, two, sometimes three guys on the puck in the defensive zone. But sometimes you just gotta back off and defend. And and I'm not sure at what point that starts to happen.
0: <laughs> this team makes me drink. By the way, who's
1: and I know they're watching because we're here, Leo, but there's a football game going on. And <laughs> all of our staff members and everybody else at PHNX is live at the Cardinal game across town. So honestly, sincerely, thank you for...
0: Yes, putting for, up wa- with for watching the um, winless Coyotes with us while everyone else gets to watch the undefeated Cardinals. Exactly. But while we're on the subject, let's just plug. I mean, we're live right now. It's only 7 o'clock. Um, after the Cardinals game, the Cardinals crew is going to do their post-game show live from the Lola in Westgate. They had a tailgate this afternoon Aaron, there's a picture somewhere on there of our Cardinals crew, um, live at the Lola in Westgate. Do you have it on the side there? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we are moderately jealous.
0: um, Yeah, the Cards crew. There they are. are.
1: Live pregame at the Lola, right outside in Westgate.
0: Yep. So they had a (sighs) pregame show. They're going to do a postgame show. show So in the fans, two screens going. There it is. What hurts more, PD, watching the windless yacht struggle, or the continued struggle that is your life
1: as a Vikings oh, fan? I, I will say this: the Vikings fan. I, Halloween comes up Sunday. Yeah. Do you know who's playing Sunday night football on Halloween night? Mm-mm. The Minnesota Vikings. Against who? Does it matter?
0: <laughs> Our producer Aaron from Minnesota. I, sorry, Aaron. Too, I, by I, the way.
1: I honestly don't know. I, I just know it's the Vikings, and I will be in my driveway, in my driveway, wearing my. Vikings horns and apologize to card fans. It's the one game a year. It's Sunday night on Halloween. I'm gonna have the Viking horns on, handing out candy in the driveway, watching the game. We're we're putting the cable out. Through the I garage. dare
0: you to wear the Viking horns on our. I won't. I, I would never do that.
1: That's disrespectful <laughs> to, to, to Johnny. Venerable um, and before his
0: crew. before he gets here, by the way. So Sunday's Halloween, and Petey and I want to dress up. And Craig,
1: Craig said no. It. I think Craig's quote was. I don't I'm believe. over 35. No, he
0: said adults shouldn't dress up for Halloween. That is Excuse a, That me. is a very true story. That is a hot take.
1: I know so, hot take by Craig. And is anyone really surprised though oh, <laughs> that Craig's Craig's grumpy about Halloween? Yeah.
0: So, um, if you guys have costume ideas for us to dress up for our Sunday show, um, please let us know because we want to dress up for sure, and we yeah. won't maybe bully Craig into <laughs> dressing up.
1: Did you see Jeremy first win? Wear the Viking horns. I will say this. Because Leah and I.
0: No, what if you chug a beer out of the Viking horns? Wow.
1: That's epic. (laughs) Creative. I will say this. There might be a goodie bag here somewhere in the studio on the eventuality that this team wins a hockey game.
0: When we when when the coyotes win, (sighs) it's gonna be On (laughs) on Christmas. Well, actually, let's talk about that because we were looking up during this game. What's the longest losing streak in the NHL? What's the longest losing streak starting a season? So the longest losing streak in the NHL, not starting, just in general, 18 games, Pittsburgh in 2004, and Buffalo in this calendar year, in February, Um, 18-game losing streak. In 2017, the Coyotes started their season 0, 10, and 1. The season started October 5th. The first regulation win was November 16th. This season started October 14th. If we're going to go by that same uh,
1: number of days, number
0: of days, the first Coyotes win mathematically you would land, would you say, November 23rd?
1: Yeah, no, somewhere between November 18th and November 22nd in that week. That's a long time. Yeah, so. <laughs> and you know what? As we look back and, and hear just, uh, I, I we went back and looked at that season. That was Rick Tockett's first season in the Valley. And in 1718, they were in Anaheim to start the season and had a 4-1 to one lead with five minutes left in the second. And so they were that close to going, wow, this team is playing fast. They're good. Max Domi, Duclair, they both had goals. You're going, oh, this is great. And then Louis Domingue did not save the day. And it went downhill from there. And we had that team had four goalies play in the first month. We picked up Scott Wedgwood off of waivers. Hill was down in the minors. He came up, Domingue, Ranta. And it just never was close. And you're starting to get the same feeling right now that they're looking at the calendar these guys have to be when are we going to get a win and right now they're getting they're on a bus getting ready to go to an airport to fly to dc to get on a bus
0: short flight
1: it's not a short flight and the bus ride from (laughs)
0: why couldn't the back-to-back be tampa florida
1: (laughs) which makes sense it's an hour flight now they're going to dc and then once you land it's an hour bus ride which is really really hard these guys are gonna get to bed super late oh yeah and by the way tomorrow you play alex ovechkin oh boy
0: yeah, like the lightning and the Capitals, the two last teams to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah,
1: I, I don't I, I don't know. I, I don't know yeah, what's they, gonna happen. And the
0: Capitals are four, oh, and three, they're first in the Metro, so <laughs> <sighs> <Ay-ay-ay>. oh, <laughs> we got our regulars in the chat. I love it. <laughs> Thank you all for joining <laughs> us tonight.
1: <laughs> yeah, so. everybody else is at the card we should just bring everybody in studio, it'd be a lot easier. <laughs> Yeah, we'll send a we'll send a van down, pick everybody up.
0: <laughs> oh man.
1: You know, and, and we we talk about trying to find the positive the penalty kill, killing three out of four. You know, we'd like to see a penalty kill get through an entire game with penalty kills it was great. We talked about Krauss and Fisher were a bright spot. I, I thought Prosvatov at moments looked really strong in this game. I thought he looked square, steady, and composed. And unfortunately, he just wasn't getting enough help. Um, it wasn't
0: his, like it wasn't his
1: fault. No, and I and that's really unfortunate that that's the kind of game he has to play for his first game of the season in the NHL. I just don't think he was getting the support defensive, defensively that he needed. <laughs> Thanks, Andrew. <laughs> Doing my best, buddy.
2: <laughs> they
1: pay me. Cheers. <laughs> oh yeah, we got our little we got our little oh, yeah, our jersey. Little, our
0: little uh, Coyotes koozie. Coyote koozies.
1: Oh. I'm sitting over here. And I, know, I brought it. Wow. Cody koozie.
0: Oh man! Well,
1: and the beer is cold too, so that's another
0: it is, positive. <laughs> it's the small victories. Um, you know, Andrew's always in the comments, always talking about betting, and you can bet against the Coyotes or, or um, for the over. <laughs> that's always they a pick bet. the over. Yeah, PD always picks the over on the DraftKings sportsbook app when you sign up using the promo code PHNX and bet just five dollars on any NFL team to win their game. If, if they do, you win two hundred dollars in free bets. Um DraftKings safe, secure, reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Um, I was pulling up DraftKings during the game because Kaloran had two goals and I said, Ooh, I wonder if there's like a prop to um see if Kaloran's gonna get the hat trick. And and then they like the DraftKings is so up to speed that they had taken down the entire game line because they are trying to keep up with the fact that it was 2 nothing because those two goals by Killorn were scored in a two-minute and one-second span, and DraftKings was so on top of it, and I was literally on the NHL slate, and everything was moving. So you're not going to get more up-to-date um, stuff than on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, so be sure to check it out if you haven't already. Use that promo code PHNX when you sign up. That's 21 and over, Arizona only, gambling problem, a call 1-800-NEXT-UP, New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details.
1: <sighs> I know, and it's good because that's how easy it is. Because while you were doing that, I was checking my bets for tonight. Yeah, I was
0: going to say, what are you doing? So, I
1: know. Sorry. <laughs> it's not that I'm not paying attention because I'm not. But, <laughs> but it's a, so far so good. Okay. Two for two.
0: Look at that. Two. Mm-hmm.
1: two for two with five games to go for the night. So we'll see. So what am I getting compliments for? What am I doing?
0: <laughs> PD, can you do an entire show explaining the differences between tips, talks, and Andre systems? I,
1: you know, it, yeah, I'd <laughs> love to because I we were talking as we were watching the game today. I Sometimes I get confused and, on what they're trying to accomplish, and I know Andre's used to sending everybody at the puck and being ultra-aggressive and let's go, go, go at the puck. The problem when you're playing a team that's faster more talented, oh, more so skilled fast. than you.
0: <laughs> Tampa's so
1: fast. And you're going at the puck, bad things are going to happen. Like at, at some you point. You can't
0: make mistakes. And the problem was they were constantly making mistakes. Right. Like you have, to, if you're playing your best hockey, which like the Coyotes are not the Lightning. So the Coyotes' best is not going to be as good as that Tampa's okay. So you can't afford to make mistakes. But then you're making those mistakes. Of course, Tampa's going to capitalize it. And something we saw so much was passes across the the blue line. Actually, this is a good time. Let's pull up. So PD gave his three keys to the game earlier in the day. We tweeted wow. it out. Do we have that uh, graphic too? Yeah, we thought, a- we're
1: graphic full today.
0: PD's keys to the game. So these were ga- uh, keys that PD gave this afternoon. We tweeted out on the PHNX underscore Coyotes Twitter account. So these were the keys that if the Coyotes were to have success tonight and get a win, these all these things would have to click. So chemistry between Krause, Hayton, and Keller. No turnovers at either blue line and stay out of the penalty box.
1: Yeah, you know, again, you look at those keys, and I thought Barrett Hayton, I know he wasn't flashy, and we didn't go, you know, we didn't talk a lot about about his game yet. But he played mistake-free, and that's all that Barrett Hayton has to do. If if we're not talking about, gosh, you'd see he was behind on that or he turned over that, that's a win for his first game of the season with this team after the injury and how well he started off in training camp. So kudos to him. I thought that line, Keller had spurts. and We thought he was going to score in the yeah, second period yeah, on the power play. So I think that Cross line was good. The, the little- turnovers, that has to stop.
0: That was so bad.
1: So to the point, I saw someone say dump and chase earlier. To the point, if the turnovers don't stop, dump and chase the puck. That's it. We can't yeah. control the puck through the neutral zone against a team that is one of the best neutral zone teams in the league, capitalizes on transitions. They stop up to play at the blue line. Why are we trying to get through that? Yeah. Dump the puck in.
0: And I feel like one person I saw that doing a lot tonight was Phil Kessel.
1: Phil Kessel threw the puck through the middle of the ice. So many times. Six, seven times? Yeah. Trying to get through sticks? Trying to make the perfect play? This team can't try to make the perfect play. Shoot the puck on net. They need to get more pucks on net. And, and I will say, Andre Vasilevsky is the best goalie in the world for a reason. Yeah. Wow. is He just never looked like he was going to get scored on. Smooth, composed, slid side to side. It just... Even the difficult saves were like, well, that was easy for him. So you just on a goalie like that, you need to get more pucks, more traffic, second chance opportunities. And I don't think the Coyotes had any of that tonight.
0: Yeah, and one of yours was stay out of the penalty box. And then there was (laughs) a penalty five seconds in. So
1: did you see that, Andrew? Does OV break the record tomorrow? Well, not the whole. I don't think he's going to get a hundred. Well, you (laughs) never know.
0: Yeah, what do we over under on OV goals tomorrow? I say (sighs) mm, I wonder if there's a line. He gets two. You
1: think? Yeah. One on the power play and one five on five. I'll give Ovi two tomorrow. I mean, that's got to be a DraftKings thing, right? Gotta I'm be sure.
0: To I'm sure it's a player prop. So Their be... power
1: play is, is so dangerous. Tampa has a good power play and scored one. Washington Capitals power play has so many weapons. Backstrom's out of lineup, so that hurts a little bit. But Amantha has taken his place down below the goal line. They have options at every spot in that lineup. You know where they're going to stand. You know what they're looking for. They're looking for Ovechkin on the left circle. You still can't defend it. And that this is going to be a tired Coyote team. I would assume they're going to go with Crow Vimalka tomorrow. Vimalka is going to get the start. And you know that Ovechkin's going to get at least two or three one-timers from that spot on the power play. And you still can't defend it. You know what's coming and you still can't defend
0: it. I know. Man. Uh, ugh. Ugh. Uh, We're still wondering, is there going to be a win on this road trip? Because there's also that game Sunday. Oh!
1: He's here. Oh, my God, that was early. Craig's in a rush tonight. (laughs) Hey, Craig Morgan, that was quick tonight.
2: We only had uh, one player and and Andre Tournier because they are trying to get out of here quickly to get to D.C. When's your flight tomorrow? You know the answer to that already. (laughs) It's the same time I always fly. 6 a.m.? 6 a.m. She'll get out of there about
1: noon.
0: (laughs) Yeah, on American.
2: Man, I hope not. I hope not again. No, this what? is actually on. This is on Spirit Airlines tomorrow. So, oh, oh no! Listen, oh no! I don't like the reactions from the studio.
0: <gasps> have you flown Spirit?
2: I have. Yeah, I have. I'm. I'm trying to keep a positive attitude here, Leah. Help me out here.
0: So are we, Craig?
2: <laughs> Craig, we're trying. Oh, that you mean uh, what we saw on the ice tonight? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's uh, yeah. It was over reaction- wasn't it?
1: post-game reactions, Craig? Yeah,
2: yeah. It was, you know, it was we saw it, Petey. It was, it was some mistakes early on, and they were in a hole. And this is not a team you want to be chasing in their own building, especially Tampa hadn't won in this building. So you kind of knew that they were going to come with some fire tonight. Um, they felt, on. Uh, you know, I know you diagrammed that first goal where Phil Kessel tried to pass the puck through three sticks, which is, probably not a good idea anyway they felt he was being slashed on the hands on that play and that impacted the pass so there you go you're in a 1-0 hole um Dyson Mayo turns the puck over at the blue line suddenly it's 2 nothing. um you get an unfortunate goal on Ivan Prozatov where it's banked off of his pad and it's 3 nothing. and that's pretty much all she wrote against the Tampa Bay Lightning you're you're probably not coming back against yeah. a team like this in their own building
0: the game was kind of over in the first
1: yeah and at Craig what, what... What did Andre say post game?
2: Well, he just said they're frustrated. They're all frustrated at this point. He felt like there there were a lot of good things that they did in the game. He liked their their neutral zone forechecked a lot. He thought they shut them down in a lot of areas tonight. But again, the, the Coyotes have nothing to show for it. And I mean, they don't they don't have finishers. We know this. They don't have goal scorers. So it's going to take a lot more chances generated for them to find the scoreboard than your average team. And then you you make the mistakes like they made tonight. They were they were egregious mistakes, some of them, and against a team like Tampa Bay that has clearly elite finishers. It's a, a two time defending Stanley Cup champion. They're going to bury it. They're going to make you pay.
1: And my my concern now, Craig, is is the way this team is defending, or lack thereof, and and the amount of opportunities they're giving up in tight to their goaltender or yeah. You know, two on ones, three on ones that they're that has to get cleaned up first before we talk about any chance of winning because this team is not going to win a a six five game. They're just not offensively gifted enough to win that type of game. They are going to need to win three, two, two, one, one, nothing. That's how they're going to get their first win. They can't do that if they don't defend. So, that part of the game, above all else, needs to clean up. And I, I, I just see the same mistakes every single night.
2: Yeah. That's, that's concern right there. Right. Cause you want to see a team learning from its mistakes. Um, and, and I don't know how to read it either, PD cause you've got new guys shuttling into the lineup. So you've got a, you got a, a lot of new faces to begin with, and then you don't have any continuity in your roster because you just lost four guys in the Florida game. So you got to mix new guys in. It's, it's a tough situation. I I was also thinking about Ivan Prozvatov being in this situation tonight, and and for the foreseeable future, at least on this road trip, I'm not sure this is the best environment for a goaltending prospect, your top goaltending prospect, to learn in. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that because, look, I I know in some senses they they don't have much of a choice, but you could have brought Kozhenash up here instead of bringing Prozvatov in to this environment and, and putting him in this building. And then, you know, maybe you're looking at playing him again in Carolina in a couple of days, and that team's unbeaten too, at least they were. I didn't see the final score tonight, but that's another really good team that's gonna put a lot of pressure on you. Do you want your guy in this situation? Is it going to hurt his confidence in the long run?
1: Well, you know, in a normal situation, Craig, I would say you take your best goalie from your minor leagues and you bring him up to the big club. That's in a normal situation with a normal year and a normal plan. That's not what this is, the plan for the Coyotes. This is a rebuild. They've set it. Everyone's on board with that. So you don't put that guy in this situation. I don't think that that, the, how does that help either the player or the team? I, I I don't understand it. I We've said this from the beginning, Craig. You and I both don't understand what they're doing to manage their goaltending situation here. To me, Prozatov stays in Tucson. He's got two shutouts in the three games he played. He's lights out down there right now. He's feeling it. He's got some confidence. He's having success. The team's having success because of him. I I don't know why he can't stay there and play. I, I you know and, yeah. Let him talk, build on that right. What about
2: Devin Dubnik? Is that still a is that in anyone's back of their mind? I don't know. I I, I haven't heard any talk about bringing in a goalie at this point. And, it, and listen, if Carter Hutton's only out two weeks, maybe you can bridge yeah. that gap with what what you're doing. But if it's four weeks, then that's a different conversation in my opinion and then even when he comes back um, if Carter Hutton doesn't play a lot better do you want to keep putting him behind this team uh, you, we, we've talked about this already how much it impacts a team's confidence in the way they play in front of you uh, I agree with you I'm not sure what they're doing with the goaltending situation look again they want to tank they want to lose <laughs> I get that but yeah you have to do it a certain way I think I don't think you can destroy the confidence of a, of a prospect in goal or the the guys in front of them if if you manage it poorly or the team.
1: And and that to me is that yeah. at what point, if it hasn't started to happen already, Craig, and you'll see it because you're going to be around the guys um, and you've been around them at practices and so forth. Like, like the, it's hard to lose. It's hard yeah. to lose. And it's hard. I and mean, we talked about Fisher the other night in his post game comments and the looks on his face. He's a guy that's given it his all out there. I mean, he's like we said, he tried to beat out that icing in a game that's over. And he almost yep. gets hurt in the end boards. That's the kind of effort he's going to put in. How much longer can he continue to do that when this is the season they're having? And I don't know the answer. Like, I don't know how hard yeah. it must be to be in that room. Can't
2: imagine. Yeah, did, you, did you guys hear the audio of uh, Lawson Krause yet? Tonight no. we have not. Yeah, I mean, he was he was pretty upset. He And he, he talked for quite a while, actually. Each of his answers was pretty lengthy it's clear that frustration has seeped into that locker room um you know they're saying all the right things that you got to stick with it you just got to win your battles you know the matchup across from you is what Lawson Krause was saying you got to beat your guy and 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 it starts there every guy's got to take care of his own business but it is so clear that they are frustrated at this point because you're seven games in now and you haven't tasted victory yet
1: and not only haven't tasted victory some of these games aren't even close.
0: Yeah, the only like, yeah. the only yeah. close game was that Buffalo game. Right. Like There was there hasn't even been another one that's come close. So it would be one thing if you're losing close games with opportunities, but that's not even the case.
1: So we'll see what, you know, do they juggle the lines for tomorrow? Is the lineup change for tomorrow? Who else is there? I guess um, Cam Deneen's there. He's healthy.
2: Yeah, Louis Erickson was out of the lineup yeah, tonight, up in the, pre- up in the press box with me.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's well, the first those time guys were sat next this to me. season. And so we'll see if either of those healthy bodies can get in tomorrow because sometimes you want fresh legs for a back-to-back. They may.
2: Yeah, he's talked about that too. He said we're going to need everybody because it's not just uh, the back-to-backs. They play three games in four days, but it's not even three games in four days because the Carolina game is a matinee. So it's like three and three and a half. It's insane scheduling. We've, of course, seen this before from the NHL when it comes to the Coyotes, but they play – Those three games in three and a half days, then they fly back up the coast to Philadelphia. Then they fly fly clear across the country and play a game in Anaheim. Uh, I think they're stopping off in Phoenix. They're they're not even going to have a practice, but they got to go to Anaheim and play another road game. It's crazy what they have to deal with.
1: The other part of it, you look at what they're going to have to do. So Saturday, or excuse me, tomorrow they won't have a morning skate because it's a back to back. They'll get in late tonight, so they won't have a skate tomorrow morning. They're not going to be able to have a skate on Sunday morning because the game's at one. So there'll be no pregame skate there. They might touch the ice on Saturday, maybe like, but that's after back-to-back games. You're going to like, you're going to have to skate. I, I, and that's one of those, this is where the coaching mindset comes in. Like to me, physically give the guys a rest because they just played two games, but you can't play two games, go into a third game without touching the ice for any kind of review or cleanup or practice. So they're going to have to skate Saturday
2: but you just make it a light practice, right? Yeah. You, yeah. You can't, they'll you can't have push to push the guys in that game. Yeah.
1: They'll have to touch. They'll have to touch the ice. They'll have to touch the puck. They're going to have to get inside that arena before they actually play on Sunday. And that might be the hardest of the three games we're talking about. This Carolina team might be the most challenging game for this team because they have the depth that just, they just keep coming at, and you, they, and coming um, at you. They
0: did win three, nothing against Boston tonight, okay.
2: Carolina. And I, it's going to be a tough I, game. I, I agree with you. I, I, I it sounds crazy, but with the way they've been playing, I thought this was the most winnable game of, of these next three because of their situation with Washington and then, yeah, Carolina. So uh, yeah. I, I know we've talked about when is the first win coming. I, I just have a hard time envisioning it coming in these next two games.
1: Well, I was I was getting, when I heard Prozvitov was starting, in the back of my head I go, these are the kind of games that a guy getting called up from the American League steals. And I, I just had that little twinkle of hope that, that he stands on his head and somehow they could get their way through this game with him making 50 saves, frustrating the Tampa Bay offense and winning 2-1. to one. But it just didn't come to pass.
2: No. Nope. He had some terrific saves early in this game, by the way. He he looked very sharp early. Then you give up a two-on-one, you give up a partial breakaway, and yeah. suddenly he's scrambling because he looked so composed and his, his movements were so compact early in the game, but you saw what happened on that third goal, the bank shot. I mean, he was, yeah. he was out of, he was out of position. You yeah.
1: know, I, I, Craig, surprisingly enough, we sit here during the game and try to pick our king of the game for draft kings. And, and I, even after Prozvitov had given up the first two, I, I thought he looked sharp enough. And I said, you know, he, we have to consider him tonight, even though he's given up goals. And that third one for me was the one that, oh, boy, he slid a little too far and he's trying to do too much. And I, I'm not... I, clearly not putting any of this on Ivan Prosvetov at all. But, but I thought I thought if if they could have given up fewer opportunities to him, he could have had a game that maybe yeah. keeps it close.
2: Yeah, I thought so too. Also, we've been talking about this already. What do they do about this PK? You mentioned uh, you're seeing a lot of the same mistakes. Well, Andre's uh, pretty much laid it out what's happening on the PK. And again tonight you know you're you're not seeing them be aggressive enough in certain situations you're seeing those cross-ice passes that are just deadly when you're on the PK i mean Tampa executed a bunch of those tonight
1: if they yeah. do that tomorrow against the washington capitals they'll well, be
2: digging the puck out of the net all night
1: i'm just the ability to make that that, that they make that seam play on yeah. Tovechkin's to stick on that one timer goaltender has absolutely no chance if that seam is available tomorrow we'll be having the same discussion tomorrow night
2: and Ovechkin will be four goals closer to Gretzky's yeah.
1: record. You're right. Yeah.
0: And he's only uh, three away right now from tying Brett Hull, Ovechkin. Mm. So with a hat trick tonight, tomorrow wow. night, sorry, he can Jeez. do that. So
1: I, I had the over under at two for him tomorrow. Yeah, we'll
0: see, <laughs> we'll see what happens.
1: We'll Did you guys
2: spin the wheel tonight? We are, we are,
0: we're going to. We're going right to do, after, right
1: after we say goodbye to you. What's on the wheel tonight? I gotta know. well, well we don't know. We that's, don't know. We that's know. that's what spin. the surprise <laughs> is about. We haven't even explained okay. the whole game yet. <laughs> Is it too late in the show? No. How many minutes no, no, have we been no, on? No, no,
0: no, no, no. It's not too late.
1: Oh. It's, well, it's never too late. Craig,
0: baby. do you want to watch us spin the wheel or do you want to go and. I kind
2: of want to watch the okay. wheel. Do you want to be a part of the okay. wheel, Craig? Are you in a rush? No, I'm in no rush. I mean, we already know I'm getting <laughs> All right. three hours to okay, well, so what's so ex- the big
0: deal? So let's explain, we have to the, explain the wheel. And
1: Craig, you can actually take part then.
0: Yes. Oh, yes, you can. Okay, so. It's two minutes. <clears> so. We kind of said to everyone, this is a tough season, we're winless, we have to find joy. So we have this wheel um, here that we are going to spin. Um, It is numbered 1 through 12, and whatever we land on, we have 12 scenarios written out um, on a card here, and and they're alternate realities.
1: Alternate coyote realities of fun. And
0: they're all positive.
1: (laughs) And we are naming the wheel...
0: The Wheel of Fantasy.
1: The Wheel of Fantasy. And no, Craig. <laughs> I like it. That is not a prop from your bedroom. <laughs> this is oh, a game to boy. play <laughs> you for Coyotes stay, fans. <laughs> you did choose to stay.
0: So, That's we're going... So what we're going to
1: do, of we're
2: going to too late to cut off. No, no. <laughs> no you, you can you leave right whenever you want. So we have 12. By the way, zeros. I wrote a story on alternate realities for the Coyotes uh, a while back. So I'm intrigued by this. I want to see what's up.
1: Well, and we, I have to say, Leah and I might have <laughs> uh, just, there are some very, very fun ones, but some of them are just based on one game. What could have happened tonight?
0: Yeah, okay. so, so we're, what we're going to do is we're going to do it, and then we're going to pretend like we're starting the show We're going to start again. the show over
1: with this alternate reality. Can you all handle right, that, okay.
2: Craig? All right. So Just gonna... making sure that none of these are, in fact, bedroom fantasies, no, right? they people. are. <laughs> absolutely making not. Sure. They're all in the realm of positive. That so would definitely eve if that were the one, case. Is Art. one of
0: those that Craig has to dress up on? Okay.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I don't know with PD anymore after these reads. I have hard. no idea what right, go. hard.
0: All right, here we go. First wheel is okay. Three. Let's card number three. Let's see. Okay, here's card number three. I'm gonna read it. She's gonna
1: read it, then we're gonna go to music and we're gonna come back with this event. (laughs) You ready, Craig? Okay, this is the scenario. I'm ready.
0: Hutton and Vimelka team up on a shutout of the Edmonton Oilers. Second time this season, they have shut out the Oilers. Aaron, roll the music. Here we go. Wow. Wow. wow.
1: <laughs> what a game tonight. I tell you what, the Coyote yeah. goaltenders come through again. Hutton and Vimelka have to team off after Hutton had to leave in the second period with a broken skate blade. Vimelka comes through to clean up the mail. Unbelievable win in Edmonton, keeping Connor McDavid off the score sheet for the second time this season. Craig, your thoughts? <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow. Okay. Ah. Uh, yeah. I, I got nothing for you guys. See? You're supposed to carry me here. I had no idea what was coming until just <laughs> Well, now. neither did we. We
0: that's didn't a, know either. That's, what we
2: that's why How it's the wheel. You wrote the cards, It's unbelievable. <laughs> and you, got, you can't just
1: tell you it was the goaltending. You got to give it to Jacob Chikrin. He gets two on the power play.
0: Plus four on the night.
1: Yeah. He was <laughs> plus four. Two power play goals for Jacob Chikrin. High in the slot. Phil Kessel feeding him with two assists. <laughs> Unbelievable effort in Edmonton in front of a sold-out crowd on a Hockey Night in Canada Saturday night. <laughs> and the goaltending with a 42-save shutout performance. Outstanding for Coyotes fans. What a night in Canada.
2: Way to my go, Coyotes goaltenders. My favorite part was the Victor Soderstrom hit on uh, on Leon Dreisaitl. Just crushed him in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the
1: ensuing Kraus and Cassian fight. Highlight <laughs> of the night. Okay. The Edmonton crowd went nuts and the 50-50 drawing reached just over 20,0 000. in Edmonton tonight. <laughs>
2: so do this do this do oh boy. This, this is, is how we're rolling on this, huh? Okay. And that's anyway, back to reality.
1: <laughs> that was your coyote's fantasy minute The wheel <laughs> of fantasy. Brought to you by Manscaped. <laughs> 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 so brought to you by Manscaped. <laughs> but brilliant. The so, Craig, this is what you're missing in studio. So if you're a Coyotes fan and you're struggling through these games, <laughs> when we have these tough, tough nights, we are going to be spinning the Wheel of Fantasy. And now we will replace card number yeah, three. Yeah, this one
0: will, it that was will a be gone. It And there again. are
1: some very fun things.
2: <laughs> uh, well, I'm I'll be back in studio around. on Sunday, as you guys know. So we, yes. can, we can do this together.
1: Well, hopefully we won't do it together. Hopefully we're talking about a Coyotes win. In our wow, costumes.
0: That's, tr- that's true. Yeah. All in right. Carolina,
2: right? Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: exactly. Well, Craig, okay. safe, tra- safe travels <laughs> yeah, to D.C. tomorrow. Hope
2: you get there on time, Craig. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks for that, guys. I'll see you next time.
0: Okay. Bye, Craig. Well. That was our Fantasy Minute brought to you by our friends at Manscaped.
2: Yep. The, f- the, f- the
1: Wheel of Fantasy is brought to you by our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in male grooming. Join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com. And get 20% off and free shipping using the code (laughs) PHNX. I'm nervous. (laughs) It's almost the weekend. And it's the perfect time of year for a camping trip. The problem with camping is the clearing the path to your campsite. Hacking and whacking kind of reminds me of my male grooming routine. Now you can clear a path to your campsite (laughs) with all the amazing grooming products at manscaped.com. Make sure to clear up your area before you pitch your tent. Clean out the brush and kindling and have your partner gather around your campfire. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code PHNX at manscaped.com. Make your little hiker a happy camper with Manscaped. Manscaped.com. Wow. <sighs> Sadly, and I, Wait, I will say show this. show everyone your shirt. Oh, man. I did. I did. I have my... Look at his Manscaped manscaped shirt. shirt. It says
0: your balls will thank you on there.
1: But I will say this for (laughs) I know that everybody's watching the Cardinals game, but we have our faithful few watching this. We are down potentially to our last two Manscaped reads. So if you want to use the PHNX code at Manscaped.com, you literally have to hurry up and do it. So don't wait.
0: Do not wait, and do not wait on any of the promotions we tell you about, um, especially the DraftKings. One, it always changes, and right now it's bet $5 on an NFL team to win their game, and if they do, you get $200 in free bets. 200 is the most that I've heard of the free bets the DraftKings gives you, so do not miss out on that when you use the code PHNX to sign up. I also just checked the score. It's 17-14 Packers Ugh. against the Cardinals. So, uh, they were down 17-7, so 17-14 okay. All right, well we'll take we'll take that, you know we're just looking for the joys here in Arizona. And speaking of joys, if you didn't get a chance to listen, we interviewed Josh Doan, great um, freshman at ASU, of course, son of Shane and Coyotes prospect, um, Coyotes draft pick this year. We interviewed him on our show, um, posted this morning. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to that, go back and listen. Um, you can find that wherever you get your podcasts and be sure to subscribe to um, that as well because you don't want to miss any of that.
1: And, and I don't know if if this counts and if it's on DraftKings or not, but I am headed immediately after the show <laughs> to Northeast Valley to watch my son play in an adult league game in the Gila Monsters. I don't know if they're – they might be plus five tonight. Gila Monsters have been struggling <laughs> in the adult league at the Ice Den. <laughs> but my son is on a two-game point-scoring streak, so... Look at
0: that. Bet Jackson. But let's go Bet Jackson. Jackson on let's the dra- go Jackson. On the Jackson and
1: the Gila Monsters in, in oh, the Northeast Valley tonight at the Ice Den. Looking for a win tonight. So maybe I get one win tonight. We'll see.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Um, and also, uh, a reminder, we'll be back tomorrow night after the Capitals Again?
1: game.
0: Yep. Same time, same place. <sighs> Craig will be there, barring any Spirit Airline disasters. Hopefully not. Jeez. Um, and... Of course, be sure to follow us, um, PHNX underscore coyotes on Twitter, PHNX sports across um, all social media platforms. And I know we just had some fun, but we do need to mention something. So, this actually just happened while we were live. So, Joel Quenville um, resigned as Florida Panthers coach. Um, That news just came out um, a little bit ago tonight. Um, We also have an episode um, on the Chicago Blackhawks um, scandal, which you can go back and listen to the same way I just, um, said, but PD, I know you had something you wanted to say.
1: Take a deep breath first. Um, all of our hearts are heavy and we have to mention the news on coach Quinville because this is a hockey show. And sometimes we have to talk about things that are not pleasant, but I, I just want to make a comment about this black cloud that's been swirling around the game of hockey for the past few days. I want to make it clear that everyone here at PHNX supports the bravery and strength of Kyle Beach and we lend our thoughts and prayers to the other victims in this terrible story. But this dark cloud will slowly dissipate as the healing continues for those involved and the game will come out the other side of this and it will survive the same way it always does with men and women, boys and girls on the ice playing the fastest, greatest game in the world. All of us in the hockey community can do our part to make a commitment to do the right thing, to do better, and get through this together. Good night, and we'll see everybody back here tomorrow.